What's up, guys, and welcome to the Shaw Strength Podcast. We are in my office, and there's a little bit of a story to that. This podcast, I tried to start back in 2018. For some of you that have been following along for a good amount of time, you'll remember that, and we filmed the first couple in the gym. So we had kind of a setup with the plyo box and some wood and some weights, and the microphones were up. And we were just trying to make it happen, and I was kind of in a spot where I wanted to get a space that was dedicated to the podcast, and now here we are pretty much three years later, and the space is not done. Now, we are in the process of building a new building, which will have a podcast space, and that building was supposed to be done here, and we were supposed to be in that space right now as we're talking, but... We met some adversity, timelines have not been met, and I set a goal of getting this podcast going at the beginning of 2022, so here we are. We're sitting in my office, we've got a uh, weight plate holding the microphone, and we're just making it happen, and sometimes you have to battle some adversity in life and overcome different challenges, so the first few episodes are going to be filmed here in my office and uh, hopefully at some point we will be over in the new podcast space and that'll be really exciting but I didn't want to wait because I feel like I've been waiting for the past three years to get this off the ground so that's kind of the backstory as to the location the setting and what we're doing so today in what is kind of the relaunch of this podcast I'm going to talk to you guys about how I came up with the phrase, be great. So if you have followed me for any amount of time at all, you have heard me say, be great. You've seen me write, be great. You may have seen a be great poster up on the wall in my gym. And I don't think I've talked a lot about where that uh, came from and what it means to me. So we're gonna go back right now to 2010. So the 2010 World's Strongest Man contest was held in Sun City, South Africa. Going into 2010, I was coming off my first podium finish in 2009 where I took third place. So I was coming into 2010 to win World's Strongest Man. I had trained unbelievably hard for that contest. And uh, without going into too much detail, because I'm sure at many points during this podcast, we're going to talk about 2010 because that in a lot of ways is where a big part of my story starts and stems from. And this is definitely one of those uh, moments and especially the be great, you know, phrase mentality that I live by. So I had trained incredibly hard for uh, the 2010 World's Strongest Man. And one of the events that we had at that contest was a loading medley through water. So if any of you have ever tried to run through water, without carrying anything and the water's up to about your knee level kind of um, maybe your mid thigh you understand how difficult it is to run through water and the first event of the finals in 2010 was a loading medley through water so we had to pick up what were gravel filled bags so normally we would say a sandbag but these particular bags because they were going to be in water were filled with gravel and we had to load three of them uh, to finish this event, um, which was the first event of the 2010 World's Strongest Man Contest. And 
you know, many people that have followed me will know this is kind of a pivotal moment in my career. I had trained unbelievably hard for that event. And how I trained for that event is I actually went out to a golf course and took a loading platform, took kegs to train with through the water. So I would run into a pond on this golf course and carry these bags every single week. It was incredibly difficult to go out there and train because you couldn't get the truck very close to where the pond was. So it was a process of getting the loading platform down there, getting the kegs down there. And I couldn't leave it set up because obviously it was a golf course. So week in, week out, I trained for that event. It was excruciatingly difficult to get ready for that, but I knew that I was ready. And so going into the contest, I was very confident in this event and winning this event. And uh, I performed actually really well. I did really well. And uh, coming in on the third bag, I was ready to, to load it on the platform, be done with that event, win the event. And uh, what I did at that moment in time was I threw that bag up onto the platform and I did not take the split second that it would have taken to push the bag on and just kind of secure it in place. And because the bag was filled with gravel, it had taken on some water through the event when they were reloading uh, the uh, event for the next competitor, they were dropping the bags right into the water. So more and more water was going into the bags as the event went on. And uh, I was in the last heat of that first event. So uh, my bag definitely was not very solid at that point. I threw it on the platform, the water and the gravel started to, to kind of move and it shifted and ended up falling off of the platform, which obviously then I had to reload the bag put it back on and that was a big moment in time because it took me from winning that very first event to placing third in that very first event. So it was a very, very costly two points. And without going into too much detail about the rest of the 2010 World Strongest Man final, I ended up tied for the win. So I got the exact same amount of points as the Druna Savickas in the 2010 World Strongest Man final, when we loaded the stones and were done, we were both tied exactly on points. Now, this is an important moment in time because there had never been a tie at World Strongest Man ever. In the history of World Strongest Man since 1977, there had never been a tie, an exact tie on points. It always came down to maybe one point or half a point and that would be your separator, so you had a definitive winner. But this was the first time in history where the, the contest ended in a tie, and it was not written into the rules at that time what was going to happen. So everybody was kind of walking around and saying, well, what are we going to do here? Because there, there was no rule that said it was going to be a count back, and there was no rule that said you were going to look at one event as the deciding event. I assumed at that point in time that there would be a immediate tiebreaker of some sort. And what they decided to do was to do a count back through all of the events. And it was a very, very close finish. Uh, we both had the same amount of first places. And um, from there, I think it came down to Zadrunas had a second place finish that I did not have. I had a third place finish, which was that third place finish in the, the loading medley. So that was the deciding factor. He got handed the title in 2010. I had to uh, settle, and I'll say settle for, for second place at that contest. And uh, I remember getting that, that second place trophy on that day, standing on the podium, 
and thinking to myself, this is a pivotal moment for me. I, I have the second place trophy. I was that close to winning world's strongest man. And if you go back to that very first event, that would have been a two point swing, which I would have won world's strongest man by two points. Uh, now, not to say that I couldn't have performed better in, in any of the other events because I definitely could have. And believe me, I have broken that contest down uh, several different times uh, over the years. And I still remember how I went through it again and again and again and where I could have improved and where I could have been better. But the, the simple fact was the way they decided to do it, it was a tie. I lost on count back and there, there we were uh, standing on that podium so close to the first place finish, but yet so far away holding the second place trophy. So I got done with that contest and uh, there was a couple comments that were said to me at that contest. I remember walking off and, and um, you know, I was pretty new to the world's strongest man final with this only being my second final. And there was a comment that was said to me and it, it went along the lines of, well, Brian, are you going to be one of the names that is added to the list of men that came that close to winning World's Strongest Man but never got it done? And that one stung definitely a little bit at the time because it was so fresh. You know, I'm kind of almost in a little bit of shock thinking about, well, you know, was it right to do a count back? Was it not? Shouldn't we have done a tiebreaker event? And, and I uh, was said um, or had that comment said to me about being one of the, the men that came that close. And that really, you know, kind of stuck with me. And so I was kind of in this space uh, the next next day, uh, I headed home uh, back to the US. So we were in, in South Africa. And when you head home from South Africa, there's a direct flight uh, from South Africa that goes straight to Atlanta. It's a, you know, 16 to 17 hour straight flight. So you're sitting uh, on the plane for that amount of time. And I had to sit across uh, the aisle from Phil Fister. And if, if any of you are familiar with Phil Fister, he is a, a very large uh, man, just like myself. And we're uh, across the aisle. I don't know how that ever got booked, but uh, not that I was going to sleep on that flight anyway, but it would have been impossible because they, the carts coming through, they would have nailed us and hit our knees and you know, everybody trying to go by uh, that, that was trying to go to the bathroom or any of that stuff would have been a nightmare. But that entire flight, I was running things through my head about the contest, how it went, what I could have done different, you know, the outcome, you know, just again and again and again. And I finally asked myself, I said, Brian, what are you trying to do with the sport of strongman? And that's where be great. Those two words popped into my head. I'm trying to be great. And then I took it from there and said, well, what am I trying to do in my life? And I'm trying to be great. I'm trying to be great at every single aspect of my life. And that moment, I remember very vividly. And I got back from that trip. And at the time I was training in a uh, what used to be a grocery store. So it was a, a grocery store that had gone out of business. It was their storeroom and, you know, just kind of brick walls and, you know, just kind of a, a space that, um, that I was getting for free at the time. And I found a piece of wood in that storeroom of that grocery store and I had a marker, just a, a you know, permanent marker and wrote in all capitals, I, I wrote, be great. And I put it up 
on this uh, electrical outlet that was kind of on the wall where I could, you know, just kind of balance it and put it there for me to look at every single day when I came to train. So I then adopted that phrase uh, from that point in time on. So everything that I did in training, everything that I did outside of training, I was trying to be great. I was trying to be great at my life. I was trying to be great um, at that time with, um, you know, of course, what I was trying to start kind of with business, uh, with my personal life. And uh, over time, I certainly had to get better. But that is the, the, the takeaway that I really, really gravitated towards was be great. And then that moment where, you know, I was told, are you going to be one of the names that came that close to winning World's Strongest Man? So, you know, training, uh, you know, coming into uh, 2011, 2011, I was very motivated, as you can imagine. I was very hungry. And uh, I came into 2011 with kind of a chip on my shoulder, but an extra fire because of that moment at the 2010 World's Strongest Man. And so, you know, anytime that I maybe was a little sore, a little tired, a little run down, I would force myself to watch that loading medley from the 2010 World's Strongest Man. And I would replay that in my mind and it would of course, always get me very motivated, very excited uh, to go train. And I use that as fuel. And I use the words be great as my motivation for everything going into 2011. So in 2011, I came back and won the world's strongest man contest for the first time. I won every single contest that I entered in 2011, because I was so motivated, I was so hungry, and uh, so determined to come fr back from that and to win. And so I won, I won everything. So it was great to, you know, get that redemption, certainly. But that moment going back to 2010, I'm grateful for because it was such a pivotal moment for me. And looking back, I almost tell myself, I'm grateful for that moment happening and it was such a low point, but I remember standing on that podium and saying, you know what, this moment is not going to define me and it actually did kind of define me because it gave me the be great mentality. It, it ingrained that in me and it gave me the hunger and the desire to come back from that moment and to never ever feel that again. So the work ethic came along with it. Not that I didn't have before, but it, it took it to another level. And, uh, you know, the, the takeaway, I think, from this that I would like all of you to um, use in your own life is that you can adopt that be great mentality in your own life. Now, you may not be going after a world's strongest man title. You may not even be into sports or necessarily training, but you may want to be the best guitar player in the world, or you may want to be the best graphic designer in the world. And so if you adopt that be great mentality, you then break down every aspect of your life and say, I can be great at this. I can be great at that. Because at the end of the day, how you do one thing is how you will do everything. So it will carry over and if you wake up every single day, win the day, 
push yourself to be great. After you do that for a number of days, that'll turn into a number of weeks, it'll turn into a number of months, and then it'll turn into a number of years. And you cannot help but to be successful in whatever you are trying to pursue if that is the way that you attack your day and attack your life. So I think we're gonna sign off there for today. I hope all of you are doing amazing. And remember to go out and be great.